0: This show contains four letter words and adult situations. But what did you expect? It's called now that I'm older. You didn't have to fill out paperwork back in the day to have it either. Now I've I got three different consent forms. The bitch has to sign before she can get in my bed.
1: Why is he a gangster gorilla? Because 'cause is he's he?
0: got a grill. How many people you know have a grill that
1: aren't gangster? And why name? is it
0: BT cashing in on shark week with Pitbull Week? Don't worry about my shit intro.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Now That I'm Older with Shane Smith and Ken Baldwin,
0: aka KB Paper Stacks, aka Baldwin Escobar, aka Danger Zone, aka Vanilla Thriller, and aka MC Killer B. No one calls you any of that. I'm
1: So for every story I tell, I want to be the hero. I want to believe that in most situations I'm in, I can find a way to be the good guy. It's just human nature, right? We try to find the good in whatever we do, no matter what it is. But sometimes your perspective can change perception, and I find out that maybe I'm not the hero of some of these stories at all. Instead, maybe I was the villain. See, when I started out being a dad to Christopher, I felt like I was building a model airplane with no instructions. Like I opened the box and there's all this plastic sitting there and some of the stuff I knew what it was and some of it I had no idea what to do with. But the stakes for building this model airplane were way bigger than just having a shitty airplane sitting on a shelf. No, they were way bigger than that. Like if I don't do a good job building this model, he may grow up with terrible, shitty childhood memories. He can end up with low self-esteem. He may be a narcissist or a sociopath or maybe one of those people who gets really hyped up about the new Nickelback album. I knew me and Nikki were in it together, but I took a lot of the responsibility on my shoulders because I'd been raised by this badass stepmom who I just call mom. And I wanted to be able to be that same badass stepdad slash dad to Christopher. Well, one night when Chris was about five, Nikki had gone out shopping with her mom or something, and I was left in charge. And this wasn't anything new. I'd gotten used to keeping the little guy we'd hung out plenty of times before, and every time she would leave me alone with him, I got less and less terrified of being in charge of another human being. So on this night, everything starts out normally. Nikki had made some food the night before, and she had cooked some chicken and then some mystery vegetable that I can't quite remember what it was. But I figured, you know what? We're going to heat up some leftovers. We're going to sit down at the coffee table in the living room. We're going to find something to watch on TV and we're going to have a guy's night in and I'm going to be a badass dad. It was going to be awesome. So I heat up the leftovers, sit them down at the coffee table and I tell him to come on in the living room, buddy. It's time to eat. We're going to find something to watch on TV. So we both sit down, we pick up our forks and I start eating and immediately I hear, this is gross from this five-year-old food critic next to me. He was very forward when it came to his food. This was a kid that would always end up in these epic battles at dinner time, no matter what. He always found something to have an argument about, unless you were having macaroni and cheese or pizza. I've told you guys the story of how one time he puked up canned spinach on his plate at the dinner table just to avoid eating something that he said was gross. We would do negotiation tactics of, okay, eat all your chicken and take three bites of this or take two bites of that. And usually we could get through it without too much weeping and gnashing of teeth. But tonight, I had decided that I was not having it. I was going to put my foot down because as much as I wanted to be a badass dad, I also had to be stern. I knew what was going to happen, so I decided to cut all the nonsense off at the pass and said, It's not gross. It's just leftovers. Eat, buddy, and we'll find something to watch on TV and we'll have some fun. I decided I was going to go the good cop routine. So he picks up his fork again and he slowly placed whatever the vegetable was to his tongue again and made this look on his face like the food may be poisonous. It was very likely toxic. And he shot me this look and said, no, it's gross. And he dropped his fork again. See, sometimes when he didn't like the way food looked, he would pick it up and stick his tongue to it, not even take a bite of it and proclaim it gross right there on the spot. It was more based on what it looked like than what it tasted like. And I decided that I had had enough. So I snap back with the dad tone. And if anybody out there is a dad with little kids right now or had kids before, you know exactly what I'm talking about. It's that voice that you had that's meant to shut down all the arguments, ensure compliance. It's also known as the shut up and do what you're told voice that all dads have to have. Now, my wife's told me since that this is one of the scariest things she'd ever heard. But when I was a young dad, this was my go-to tactic. Just fucking eat your food. I'm in no mood to deal with this. Just eat. I'm eating the same food. See? And I picked up a forkful and I put it in my mouth. Now, at this point, Christopher starts crying, but just a little bit. This is kind of the test cry that he would do when we would have dinner. And I'd seen this so many other times and I started to get even more pissed. He's crying over eating his food, literally something that many kids in the world would kill to do. And he is crying about it. I don't like it. It's gross, he said through the tears. Now he's starting to yell. He's raising his voice at me. How hard could this be? All he has to do is just eat, and I'll stop yelling. I didn't get it, and that pushed me further. I got even louder. Just eat your fucking food, and he started crying harder, and the harder he cried, the more and more pissed I got. We went back and forth and back and forth, and I'm yelling at him, and I'm screaming at him, and he's crying, and he's devolving from crying. He's starting to, like, sob, and finally I snap, and I say, eat your fucking food before I give you something to fucking cry about now. In that moment, I saw the horror on my son's face. I could see him devolve deeper into sobbing, and now he's doing just this terrible, terrible cry where he just feels nothing, like his dad just doesn't care about him, and I will not let up. I'm full on growling at this tiny human who depends on me that needs me for fatherly advice that needs me to teach him how to ride a bike without training wheels he needs me to teach him how to shave he needs me to teach him how to talk to girls he needs me to teach him how to be a man and I'm losing it over leftover fucking vegetables now I want to say I was screaming because it was rooted in something else I want to say I was really stressed out I want to say that my job was shitty or I was arguing with Nikki, or my dad was shitty or it was the dog but it wasn't any of that shit it was just me It was me and Christopher in that room, in that moment, and I lost it. I was yelling at him like he was worthless. I was yelling at him like I didn't give a shit about him, like I didn't love him. And then he was just this thing that I needed to make him do what I wanted him to do. We'd gone from him not wanting to eat his food to me standing over him at six foot three, yelling down at this five-year-old kid like he was no one to me In about five minutes. I had taken on something that I never wanted to be when I became a dad. I always told myself I would never be this kind of dad. But in this moment, I was. I caught myself. I started looking at myself in that exact moment. And I remember snapping out of it and just realizing and looking down and seeing what I was doing at that exact moment to Christopher. I remember stopping. And I was heartbroken. I sat down next to him and I started telling him I was sorry over and over again. And I hugged him and I hugged him really hard against my chest and he was crying into my shirt and I hugged him. And I told him I was sorry. I told him I would never yell like that anymore. I loved him. We sat like that for a long time. And all I could think about was what I had just done. Eventually, I stood up after he'd stopped sobbing and started being calm and everything like that. And I took away the leftovers and I warmed up some microwavable chicken nuggets. He used to love those. And we sat down and we ate chicken nuggets and we watched Starship Troopers because after being the shitty fucking human, less than a dad that I'd been, I decided I wanted to do something special. So we sat down and we watched his first ever R-rated movie when he was five years old with me covering his eyes on the scary or the sexy parts. And it ended up being a nice night, but I always go back to that night when I get mad at Chris. And I'm not going to say I haven't yelled at him since because that would be a lie and a half. But I always try to keep this thing I did in the back of my mind to remind me that sometimes, even if you're trying to do something good and you're trying to be the hero, every one of us has the capacity to be the villain. And it's up to every one of us to change that. Hey, guys, welcome back to another week. And now that I'm older. A show about how getting older sucks but can be awesome at the exact same time. You can find us online, go to am Older.com. We're also on Facebook, Google Play Stitcher, and iTunes. Please rate, review, and subscribe to us anywhere you find us online because that's going to help the show out a lot. And if you'd like to support us, you can go to patreon.com/slash now that I'm older. And if you give to us, like Michelle, the badass Patreon, who gives to us each month, we're going to give right back to you guys with shout-outs and all sorts of cool shit. You can also find us on Twitter, Gmail, and Instagram, but it's at NTIOPod. You can also find us on Twitter with the hashtag Podern Family. It's a family of podcasters who've come together to cross promote with each other, spread the word about badass podcasts, and basically create a family out of thin air. If you go to Twitter and check out the hashtag Podern Family, you're going to find Now That I'm Older as well as the Curto and Keasty podcast, the Escape podcast, and the Banana Split pod. And at this week on episode 133, The Omnibus, we're going to talk about all sorts of stuff. We recorded this stuff a couple weeks back, so we're going to talk about Taylor Swift and how much I don't care about her. We're going to talk about Tom Wopat doing some crazy stuff. And then later on, we're going to talk about a gorilla versus a grizzly bear. So check it out. We'll be right back.
0: At my signal, unleash hell.
1: Are you going to pay attention? I'm, I'm over here trying to do a do a bit. I'm reading TMZ right now. Hush. What is on TMZ that could be way more important than now that I'm older? Um,
0: uh, right now, let's see. Harry Potter star, Robert Hardy, minister for magic, Cornelius Fudge, dead at 91.
1: Holy shit. Dead at 91, Cornelius <laughs> Fudge. <shot> news.
0: <laughs> at the great old age of 91, this nigga died. <laughs> wow. He was so young and full of life. <laughs> wow. Uh, Cheryl Underwood, Taylor Swift taking this swag. Blah, blah, blah. Taylor Swift still suing a guy for touching her booty.
1: I, I don't care. There's literally nothing could happen to Taylor Swift that would make me care about her. Why
0: Lube is for everyone? Who? Lube.
1: Why Lube is for everyone is
0: on TMZ. Seems like the uh, site's taking a turn. I think that's a paid content <laughs> uh, Tom Wopat arrested for indecent assault and in cocaine possession. I have no idea who this nigga is. <laughs> yes, you do. You know who Tom Wopat is. That's fucking Luke Duke from the Dukes of Hazzard. <laughs> <laughs> I opened the article and saw the picture and it was immediately funny <laughs> I immediately think he I'm got high cocaine and harassed some hotel woman I guarantee you it's something along those lines I guarantee you so
1: <laughs>
0: let's see hold on, hold on he's in Massachusetts starting to play of course Oh no! It wasn't at the hotel. It was one of the PA, one of the production assistants. Is this the story where he
1: apparently touched her booty inappropriately? Apparently. <laughs> and then he got arrested for cocaine possession. See, I didn't know there was cocaine yeah, possession well, involved. Well, they
0: arrested him. He had coke on him, so he was probably high on coke when he touched her. <sighs> I bet he, I bet he was all handsy with Daisy Dukes too. I would have been. <laughs> Especially back then, we could not get away with it. <laughs> Shit, what he was frowned upon back then. <laughs>
1: Let's just go ahead and pull the show over to the side and say that Kenny just said that he would have been abusive to his co stars if he would have been a star in the eighties when he could have gotten away with it. Good job, Kenny.
0: The more I'm you not know. get away with it it was expected. If you didn't do it, there was something gay about you. I'm pretty sure Mr. T touched George Papard inappropriately if you yeah. don't. Oh my God, dude. Oh how did we, how did we get the here? The Duke boys were awfully close too.
1: How did we get here? Like, how did we get here, dude?
0: Sex used should not be a bad thing. It used to be awesome. And sex isn't a bad thing. It's just that, you know,
1: the, it used to be a thing back in the day. Where you you didn't it.
0: have to fill out paperwork back in the day to have it either. Now I've, I've got three different consent forms. The bitch has a sign before she can get my bed. Do you Whoa. have like a, you have a
1: file folder? Like you yes? Filed by date and shit like <laughs> it's that? It's an
0: accordion folder, actually. It's by name. It's alphabetical. Do
1: you have it like filed by birth date and no, shit No, like I just
0: told you it's my last name.
1: Um, a you- through Z. Do you have any of them that were like born in uh, the 2000s that
0: are in there? I'll put there's some, some sign more releases than others. I'll put it that way. Every orifice has its own paperwork. What now? said <laughs> every orifice has to have its own set of paperwork. So don't take a, I'm taking any risk. So take us through the conversation
1: when you get to certain orifices. Well, when I
0: bring out the clipboard. <laughs> just bring out all the paperwork i'm like i'm going to need you to read through these the first ones that you understand what the topic is the second one is that you're giving permission to put my my you know in your you know No, no, no. i
1: need to know what the actual content of these things are so to find out if they're actually binding what's the wording of this contract no
0: i'm not giving you the wording of my contract that's pro- that's proprietary information
1: no it's not as your attorney
0: i need to know you're this not situation. my attorney i am totally your attorney you're not my attorney at all. <laughs> Quit telling people that.
1: <laughs> if you guys have any legal issues with Kenny, just kind of touch it.
0: You can do that. You can go ahead and write Shane a note and see if he gives a fuck, because I sure as fuck don't.
1: No, if you have any legal issues that you need to get resolved. I don't, I don't have legal issues. Just send any papers. I handle to.
0: my business.
1: You handle your business? You handle your business so much so that you live with me for almost like six years. I was handling
0: business. Because you were running from the cops. That's
1: why. And I still
0: paid rent. You had a fucking lazy ass bum living with you who didn't pay rent and he wasn't wanted. I don't want to hear that shit. I did my business. You did your bit, And I cleared my name with the law. Served my time.
1: I was actually thinking about this on the way over to date. my barbecue on Sundays. I was thinking about this on the way over to record because at the time I um, I had a tooth in my mouth that had gotten rotten. And uh, being in your twenties, you're just like, ah, it's fine. It's I'll get fine. it fixed
0: later. It's really bad for you. It's unhealthy. <laughs> really, don't really do that, terrible. kids. Yeah, don't,
1: <laughs> don't fucking do don't that. Don't be like Shane. So my thought was, I'll just take care of it later. Like there was always this magical later for me, where everything was going to be fine. That's and I how I, I am with car it. tags, not my teeth. <laughs> well, I was that way with my teeth, and um, I had this tooth that had broken off, and I needed to get yeah. fixed. And Kenny really? lived with me for. About three months. And then one day out of the blue, magically, his mom showed up. I didn't ask her to. I didn't want her to. She just showed up and said, Hey, I want you to stop in our office. So you can get that gross ass tooth fixed. <laughs> 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 she might not have used the words gross ass tooth. It might have been. <laughs> it's pretty nasty. I was like, Ugh. but she said, Hey, come into the office and we'll get this taken care of for you. Now, at the time when you've got a broken tooth in your mouth, like you start going into like hardcore, like, uh, that's what I'm looking for. You start uh, being a poor person. No, you <laughs> start you start compensating. Like you don't <laughs> smile ever with
0: your teeth. <laughs> you try to cover it with your lips, so you don't look like a retarded Dotson. Exactly I'm you a, look a retarded, retarded wiener dog. Hey, look like goddamn Wanda from fucking uh, Living Color.
1: <laughs> you know the intro to the show this week. Keep in mind,
0: next time you watch Django, and you're like, "Man, Jamie Fox is a badass." That was Wanda. <laughs>
1: Let me just go ahead and say the the uh, the clip of you saying I'm a retarded s wiener dog is going to be an intro. You know that, right?
0: <laughs> well, it should be. But God knows, the intros need to be me. So Kenny
1: um basically lived on my couch for um about
0: how long did you live on a couch?
1: About a Listen, year.
0: The couch was not that long. Just while we were in Greenwood, it was a pimp ass couch though too.
1: No, it wasn't. Yeah, it, was, it, was. it was a it leather was. couch. It was all broken up
0: and shit. But it wasn't narrow, so it was like wide enough to like actually sleep on. And plus, I had like 15 sets of cushions on that mother. <laughs> so one day out of the blue,
1: um, you guys heard about our friend uh, Paul, who's currently serving time and uh, basically just waiting to get killed by the mob in the uh, Florida Pri- Penal prison System. Prison Paul. Exactly. Prison Paul. So um, Paul's sitting in or jail Or pocket right Paul,
0: because you know that nigga's holding somebody's pocket.
1: So Paul shows up at the house one day, and he says, hey, Um, Kenny needs to stay with us for a little while right now. I was like, why does Kenny need to stay with us? And Kenny and I had known each other. Like when this happens, Kenny and I have been friends, but we've never been like tight. Like we've just been like, Kenny's been one of the people that hangs out around when I'm hanging out. And that's just the way it's always been. We've always been kind of acquaintances.
0: Sorry about the sound effect noise there, folks. I was straightening my microphone. Sitting and trying to tell a story, and there's
1: Kenny like fucking
0: fix it. You didn't miss anything, don't worry.
1: But Kenny and I have never been like tight or anything like that. So Paul says, Kenny Kenny needs to stay here for like she a was week or two.
0: Dick is what he's
1: getting. <laughs> no, I wasn't a dick. We just didn't know each other that well. And it was like, yeah, he's gonna stay here for a couple of weeks. So after Kenny's there for like a week, suddenly I come home one day and like he rakes all the leaves in the yard. And I'm like, what's this all about? He's like, well, I need to do some laundry. So
0: I was
1: wanting him to know if I could use the washing machine. If I went ahead and did, did the yard real quick. And I was like, okay.
0: And then that's already tr- better than your teenage son right there. And then <laughs> <laughs> we'll get into that in a moment. But, and like
1: this suddenly grew over time to where Kenny becomes this like entrenched roommate who doesn't have a job, but is doing all the work around the house. Whereas I've got a, a roommate named Paul who's not doing a
0: fucking thing around the house. And he can totally go get a job because he wasn't wanted by the law yet. <laughs> fucking prisoner-ass motherfucker. So, yeah, this whole thing ended up being the way... Wave- I hope they don't even let him have one of the clear-ass TVs. <laughs> I hope he don't even get to watch Cops on Black and White.
1: <laughs> Fucker. Why do you hope that he doesn't get to watch TV?
0: Because he don't deserve TV. He's cross-eyed anyway. Motherfucker way. probably sees two versions of the show. The right version and the left version, which is all <laughs> off kilter. I don't know. <laughs> it's how like it a looks bad th- 3D movie. I don't know how it looks through his eye, but I, I, I just been, told you it probably looks like a bad 3D movie or watching 3D without the glasses. I would have incorporated an eye patch a while back. I'm just saying. Would have <laughs> incorporated a face mask if I was that ugly, motherfucker. Oh man! But what, anyway, well, it looks like a fucking south end of a northbound horse, make it faster. So Paul sucked. <laughs> and I did laundry and stuff. Well, Kenny
1: took over most of the chores in the house and stuff like that. Like when he didn't have a job, he would just do work around the house. And then after he'd been at our house and like, I think eventually you did have to go to jail for a little bit.
0: Yeah. I went um, to jail for like 32 days.
1: Yeah. But after that was over with, you came back and lived at our house and you're like, well, now that I'm done with the whole jail thing, I'm going to go get a job.
0: Yeah. <laughs> now the cops aren't looking for me. <laughs>
1: And suddenly it became a conversation because we had this roommate who was living with us with no job that was selling pot out of the house. And charging us full price. <laughs> <laughs> and we had Kenny who was living there who did not have a job up until this point and then suddenly got a job. And it was like, well, um, Paul had the bedroom, but he didn't have a job. And Kenny does
0: have a job. I think that's why Paul moved to Florida. I think he saw the writing on the wall.
1: No, Paul moved to Florida because we had a, a falling out per se uh, because one night he decided to get an attitude with me because he didn't have a job, didn't have any money coming in at all. He'd gotten to a point where he had no money coming in. And I said, Paul, are you going to get these dishes in the dishwasher or these dishes in the sink? And he said, I'll get to them later, man. And I said, no, you probably need to get to them tonight. Cause they're getting kind of bad. we got some fruit flies in here. He's like, dude, don't be ordering me around in front of people. You and uh, our friend Chris were there at the time. And I said, dude, I'm not ordering you around. You don't have a job. You have nothing to contribute. Wash the fucking dishes. And he decided to get an attitude with me. And I said, you can get your fucking shit and move out right now. Yeah. All right. So I think we can all agree that having roommates can suck, but sometimes you end up with a psychopathic, crazy person who calls himself KB paper stacks that ends up becoming your best friend out of the whole deal. Next up, we're going to run to a quick promo break, but when we get back, we're going to jump right back in and talk about a gorilla versus a grizzly bear. And this time we've got to show our work. So check it out. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Brian. And I'm Adam. And we encourage you to come listen to a very special program a podcast, unlike anything you've heard before. Right, Brian? What? No, dude. Everyone has a podcast. Everyone has a podcast. What's our show about? We talk about comedy, sports? sports, science, topical news, meat hunting, music, podcasting, Matthew McConaughey, vision, health and fitness, horse cocks, technical difficulties, buffaloes, popular culture, maybe a little too much about the Asians. Aw, oh, y'all army so cute and tiny. Roger. Edits. Check us out on Twitter at eHappodcast, listen to us on iTunes and Stitcher, or through our website, www.ehappodcast.com. Contact us directly through ehappodcast at gmail.com. Like and subscribe on YouTube under ehappodcast. We're also on Facebook and Grindr. Really? We're on Facebook? I think so. Now That I'm Older has kicked off our very own Patreon over at patreon.com slash now that I'm older and I was able to get a couple of thoughts from Kenny about our brand new Patreon the fuck is a patreon as you can tell he's very excited and so am I now if you don't know what patreon is go to patreon.com slash now that I'm older it's gonna allow you to pick from different goals that we've set up things that we want to do to accomplish a better podcast for you guys to bring you guys a better podcast every single week and to get you guys a better now that I'm older we've got some things that we're gonna need to do and we're gonna need your help with them but if you give us help we're gonna give you something right back things like shout outs from Kenny stickers t-shirts exclusive content all sorts of stuff so go to patreon.com slash now that i'm older and we're gonna close out now with a few more words from kenny about what he thinks about patreon
0: i thought you were talking about a role-playing character you thought
1: patreon was a role-playing
0: character it sounds like one of the bad guys they would throw at us there's your commercial thanks forget it donnie you're out of your element i'm don wrinkle and everybody's got a podcast and if you're gonna listen to one import taste is the way to go Cause it's very greasy. This is Bill Lawyerson to tell you that Import Taste is the podcast you should listen to if you want to get sued.
1: Don't think Jim. Here to say if you listen to Poor Taste, huh? Guess I'll give you a Christmas handy. It's in Poor taste. It's definitely not a comedy podcast. And it's definitely not educational. And it it's definitely Australian.
0: Stop, Stop asking! asking. Hello, I'm a Giorgio Casadoro, and this is my brother Fatima. Come on down, import taste. We, we take him back and polish your jewels. That's us. South East Pittsburgh, born and raised. Listen, to import taste on the Podsburg Network. import taste for all of your edutainmental podcast needs. If you guys said they will put, give me that screw. I don't have it. You want me to yank you out of that seat and shake it out of you? I don't have it. Screws fall out all the time. The world's an
1: imperfect place.
0: Silverback gorilla or grizzly bear? Show your work.
1: (laughs) Show my work. So, do I have to fend off an attack by one of these? No,
0: one versus the other. Who wins?
1: Silverback gorilla versus grizzly bear. I'm going to go ahead and say probably the gorilla.
0: Why? Show your work. Unless you're just guessing and then you get an F. (laughs) Um,
1: My personal belief is that the gorilla would be way faster than the grizzly bear as far as the way it would move. I mean, it's got four... Um, like basic legs, but it also uses its legs like arms, which the grizzly bear does. too. So. so,
0: all right, here's some facts. Let's see if this changes your opinion. Weighing in at the weight class, we got the gorillas average around 500 pounds, while the bears average at 900 pounds.
1: Okay, so the gorilla's obviously going to be able to move faster, a little bit more agile. That's true. More of a cruiser weight compared to the uh, gorilla.
0: But reach is going to be a problem here, because we got 5'11 for the average gorilla, which is shorter than both of us and then 10 foot for the grizzly bear. So that's... Oh, well, the bears got, look kind of stupid when they stand up. Like, they're not real good at it. <laughs> like, oh, you're a toddler. Shut they, up, bear. they
1: stand up kind of like dogs do in a
0: car. I mean, they can still <laughs> like kill have, one of us, but we're not silverback gorillas. But
1: hold on. I'm thinking the silverback gorilla is kind of like a luchador versus a heavyweight, where if he can stay away from the gorilla long or f- away from the bear long enough, he could take this fucking bear out.
0: Well, well, there's also some other facts I've got here. Bite force. Bite force is actually surprisingly on the side of the gorilla.
1: Well, that would make sense. The
0: gorilla's PSI for bite force is 1300. Whereas the bears is only 1250. I feel like they're almost exactly the same, but the bear is slightly edged out by the gorilla.
1: I feel like I need to borrow from our previous conversation about the fact that I could not take a chimpanzee
0: with a sword. Yeah, you said you could, though, and I'm glad that everybody in the world told you otherwise. Because I'd hate to read the newspaper about man getting killed after (laughs) trying to duel chimpanzee. That chimpanzee would take that sword and probably rape you with it.
1: I don't want to talk about getting raped with a sword by a chimpanzee. They like
0: ripping off balls. That's all we <laughs> did learn that in our last episode.
1: But I do feel as though the Silverback Gorilla would have that same sort of strength. And now that he's got the same bite force as the bear, if a Silverback Gorilla can get on the back of the bear, the bigger animal.
0: Well, I mean, there's also strength, the gorilla and, and overall strength of lifting power and like actual bulk. The gorilla way outdoes the bear. The bear has 1,102 pounds is the average lift capacity of a bear, whereas a gorilla can lift 4,400 pounds. That means a gorilla can flip your car.
1: So the gorilla is just basically an angry midget compared to the bear. Um, <laughs> it's like a dwarf versus an elf or some shit. <laughs> well, if you had a really fucking pissed off gorilla taking on a bear, first off, the gorilla would be able to
0: like, climb Imagine and, if like, he had like a metal grill. <laughs> a metal grill like it was a pl- platinum doubt gorilla and he was all like bitch I'm really gonna get you now on my metal ass fangs why is he a gangster gorilla because he's it? got a grill how many people you know really have a grill that aren't gangster where did the gorilla get a grill from from though? the gorilla Gr- grill maker that sounds like actually a really good name Gorilla grill maker. <laughs> if, I was like, if I had grills <laughs> I'd go with that shit gorilla grills <laughs> Even if it was just grills for cars. get like, you some gorilla grills. I'll put teeth on the cars. To double be G squared, baby. Big ass canine teeth.
1: So I'm still sticking. No matter what you say, as far as when you're comparing the two, I don't really hear anything so far about the bear that makes me think that the bear could even possibly do anything hardcore to a gorilla. I think the gorilla has the speed. I think the gorilla has the strength. The gorilla has the bite force. I mean,
0: I mean, I don't know. It's, it's What side
1: are you on, though? You you seem to be wishy-washy on this. Don't,
0: don't I'm the questionnaire, no. not the answerer. Don't be sitting on the sidelines. I you asked you out, what your opinion, opinion was. I'm trying not to influence that opinion. I
1: don't give a damn about what you think. I just want you to tell well, me what you, you think. Then why are you asking? I
0: don't want you to tell <laughs> me Implicit what you think. Just tell me what you think. Exactly. That's what I think. Exactly.
1: So, obviously, the Silverback Gorilla wins based on all the facts that we have. Um, it's obvious that I won the argument.
0: There was uh, no argument. I asked you a question and told you to explain your work.
1: And I told I'm i going to give you a B
0: because you kind of half-assed the work side of it. But the, the answer is pretty legit.
1: Um, when it comes to the questioning,
0: I'm going to give you a C-. You don't get to grade the questioner. That's not how this works. Actually, the people who no, are taking no, grades no. told
1: me to g- grade the questioner.
0: No, I didn't put that on my test because I don't give a fuck about your opinion. <laughs> well, I'm the other kind of teacher who goes, no, fuck you, do it my way. Or I'll kill
1: you. I'm just saying. The people who took this test said C minus.
0: I do it like Mr. Miyagi. I'm gonna make you out there waxing my cards. <laughs> did you hear that they're gonna do a brand new fucking Karate Kid?
1: They already did a brand new. Karate no, Kid. No, not the fucking, not the Jaden Smith bullshit where he learned kung fu instead of karate. They're gonna do an actual Karate Kid, a continuation of the story of oh, Ralph Macchio's character. Oh, God damn it! No, no, no. Hold on. They're actually bringing back Ralph Macchio. That's, that's even Joey, worse. And Joey Zebka. <laughs> And okay. Joey Zepka is reopening the Cobra Kai Dojo and they're going to make it a comedy about their lives
0: now. <laughs> not, they're going to dig this guy, they're going to dig Machio out of the some, <laughs> bottom of some bottle. <laughs> like, hey, quit drinking for 10 minutes. Okay. Hey, man, do it for Johnny. Johnny's okay. fat now. I don't want to
1: see this. This is sad who will probably get in shape for the show, but I was I, I, you're not excited at all about seeing these characters no, come back. No, I'm not excited <laughs> at
0: all about this. It's going to be a travesty, and you know
1: it's going to be a travesty. I think it'd be just as good as a Goonies 2, where you bring back all the actors that you are can't all do fat. that,
0: because Josh Brolin's all fucking Thanos <laughs> and fucking Cable. Everybody else is going to look all like, look at Corey Feldman next to Josh Brolin now. It'd just be like, shut up, bam.
1: <laughs> shut up, mouth. Um, the thought in my head, the first right. thought in my head is like, Josh right. Brolin's going to show up like in a helicopter that
0: drops him off on the set of Goonies <laughs> too,
1: and everybody else shows up and like, he's going to keep go-
0: breaking the fourth wall and everybody's be <laughs> like, what are you doing? It's,
1: like, it's a new thing we do. <laughs> Everybody else is showing up in an Uber to the set, and he's showing up in a helicopter. Corey Feldman's,
0: first of all, dead. <laughs> no, Corey Haim oh, sorry, Corey Haim. He's the main character. No, dude. Corey Haim was
1: not the main character. Corey Feldman was a side character, and the main character was the guy who was Samuel Gamgee.
0: No, it's not fucking the guy who was Samuel Gamgee. That was Corey Ham. No, Corey, where they met. Corey, no, it is not. Look it up right now. Corey Haim is not
1: in Goonies. Corey Feldman was in Goonies. They're both in it. That's where their friendship started. Nope. You are
0: 150% incorrect. What movie were they in together?
1: Uh They were in License to Drive together. Uh, I forget what other movies they did, but License to Drive, I believe, is the first one they were actually in together. I think it was like 84. Kenny is now currently looking up how wrong he is about Corey Haim being the main character. And then he's going to look at it and go... Holy shit! Samuel Gamgee was the main character in Goonies, and I completely forgot about that. Shane
0: says that's what's going to happen. That's not what's going to happen. Good
1: radio here while
0: we're uh, see. Sean Aston, Corey Hang. <laughs> Sean Aston is the, is Corey Hang. Yes, this is they're the same person. It's the same and person. Just, most people don't know that. <laughs> so, <laughs> but, but at twelve years old, they split personalities, kind of like in Superman three with um, the one with Richard Pryor. Maybe it was all the uh, maybe
1: it was all the childhood. Sam
0: Gange was the good one and the other one OD'd cause he was the bad one. It's like is like the good
1: ash, bad ass thing from uh It makes sense why Army I of his acting was
0: so bad in that movie compared to the other roles he's playing.
1: <laughs> you
0: completely forgot that Corey Hane was
1: not in that movie at all, dude. You dude, just created this Sloth world is
0: dead. You can't have this movie come back. Chunk skinny now. That's no good.
1: He's like a lawyer now, too. Like, I looked up something about, like, uh, the where are they now? Asian guy looks like just
0: an Asian guy now. <laughs> what did he look like before, dude? When he was Data before, he was just an Asian Girl, he guy. he looked all clever. How did he look
1: clever? Go right. ahead. I, hold on. I want you to explain to me how Data looked clever without being a stereotypical racist. Go ahead.
0: He had devices. You can have Me, him have devices he, he now. He swung across a crevice with some teeth and a fucking slinky. I can't do that. <laughs> right, but he can it's have... kind of sh- like how sh- Asians can do that squat thing we can't do. What squat thing we can't There's do? There's an Asian squat. We can't do it. I don't even have any- They can rest on the back of their fucking calves. Try it. You can't. Your feet will cut. Your heels will come off the floor. You can't do it. They have their feet firmly planted on the ground, and they can sit all the way down onto their own legs. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening
1: now that I'm older, right now I have
0: no, me no and, idea me, what he's talking my, about. My ex-girlfriend and I tested this theory, and she could do it, I couldn't. And this internet says you can't do it. I like, do. You look up Asian squat right now. I'll look up Asian squat. It's not even way. gross. It's just a weird thing. No, no, no. Well, that our fucking calves aren't as flexible as theirs. Or no, something. it's not that our calves aren't as flexible as it's theirs. Like the, it's, it's like we have a lot. Just more. another way our calves are inferior. Just like we don't have the hover option in basketball like black people do. We don't have the one extra muscle that all black people have like that gives them the have. hover ability. They can stay in the air for like three. Seconds and you're like, maybe their bones are hollow like birds. I will never forget as
1: long as we lived together at that house over in at K Town where. Uh, what and was why his name? is it
0: BT cashing in on Shark Week with Pitbull Week?
1: If I was BET, <laughs> I would totally have Pitbull Week. Just saying. I was about to go into a thing about bringing black friends over to play basketball, and here you go with Pitbull Week. If I
0: was having Pitbull Week <laughs> at the house, they'd all be there, wouldn't they?
1: <laughs> Watching it on a big screen you, television. You see
0: that Grendel? That griddle looking fire.
1: <laughs> you see that blue? They had a whole episode of just blue pit bulls with red noses.
0: <laughs> They're racing police versus pit bulls. Oh, shit. The police don't shot the pit bull. <laughs> Motherfuckers. And then we devolved. Pit lives into- matter. Then <sighs> we devolved into racism. It's not racism. Police suck. Fuck you, bitch. Now, if any of you sons of bitches got anything else to say now the fucking time.
1: Welcome to another installment of This Week with DeBoss, where one of my real-life Facebook friends who calls herself DeBoss allows me to read her Facebook statuses aloud for you guys so you can get a glimpse of what the thug life really means. Now, let's check in with DeBoss. Can you get it? Bitch, you fucking killing me. Why you keep thinking that I'm the one who keep trying to talk to your man? You got that shit all twisted, sweetie. Your man is the one who's trying to talk to me, not the other way around. So don't be sending me no crazy ass MF messages talking shit and saying some dumb shit about leaving your man alone. I could post some screenshots of our text that would hurt your MF feelings. But that's between me and him and quite frankly, none of your damn business. So do me a favor and don't message me with your bullshit and then can block me like a weak little bitch before I respond. Like I said, I'm not the one talking to your man, baby girl. He's the one who always talking to me. He don't even like your ass like that, but you so damn stupid, you too blind to see that shit. But that's on you. Just don't be coming at me sideways, bitch, until you got your MF facts straight. All right? Now you and your man have a nice day. That's it for Now That I'm Older this week, guys. Thank you so much for checking out the show. You can find us online, nowthatimolder.com, Facebook, Google Play, Stitcher, and iTunes. You can also find us on Twitter and Gmail, but it's at NTIOPod. Check back next Thursday for a brand new episode. And as always, getting older sucks, but can be awesome at the same time. Have a great week. All right, I'm going home. You're not going home. You're here. Well, you're going home out of my home. No, I'm not. I'm going to stay here until I'm done.
0: You're done. You're done. Who do you trust? Hubba, hubba, hubba. Money, money, money. 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 Who do you trust? Me? I'm giving away free money. And where is the Batman? He's at home! Washing his tights!